We are going on tour. The Glamorous Trash Podcast and my book tour have collabed and we're coming to a city near you. Click the link in the show notes to to get all of the deets. We're coming to New York City. On June 4th, we are kicking off an event with Jon Stewart. No big deal. That's our very first show in New York City. Then we're coming to Washington, D.C., Nashville, Chicago, Santa Fe, Albuquerque, Seattle, Portland, and Los Angeles. So get your tickets now. We are doing three different events because, you know, I'm always doing the most. That's just on brand, right? First, there's a glamorous trash party. It's the podcast meets the book tour meets Coachella, a live show featuring podcast segments, book segments, a very special guest. And of course, there's a runway walk at the end for people to show off their fits because the dress code to every event is obviously glamorous trash. We are also doing a cookie country club. It's the anti-country club country club. And it's very dreamy. You get like a bunch of products. There's little events. And it's a more intimate event where you meet other cookies and listen to a book chat with what me and another special guest and then the final event the behind the bangs writing workshop i finally did it put it together put together this workshop because i wrote this book in many ways for younger me and younger me would not have gotten off her couch unless there was also a workshop being taught i wanted the gyms i wanted i wanted the knowledge i wanted the education that's what i would have wanted so i've decided i'm doing it and in the workshop is going to be the six writing gyms that took me forever to learn 15 years in my 15 year career as a tv writer and author and blah 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 all the other things i've written there are six things that i always use and all of those are in this workshop so if you have an interest in writing sign up all the ticket links are live today click the show notes click my instagram we are coming to a city near you and there's going to be some meet and greets i'll sign some copies of books we'll give out more books and i have uh, some pieces of merch that i'm taking on the road and i'm gonna give them out at the shows Welcome to Celebrity Book Club. This is a podcast that recaps and celebrates the memoirs of female celebrities. I'm your host, Chelsea Devantes. I am a TV writer, I'm a comedian, I'm a filmmaker, and sometimes I'm in stuff too. And this week is your Patreon-exclusive bonus episode. And we are covering Rachel Lindsay's memoir titled Miss Me With That, which came out in January 2022. Rachel was the bachelorette a few years ago, and she was the very first black bachelorette in the entire series. And this episode is going to cover her memoir, but also a handful of other bachelor books and ideas. It's a a real high-low episode. Books, which are high, and the bachelor universe, which is just the lowest of the low. I am embarrassed to be a fan of The Bachelor. Yeah, but am I still going to talk about it for an in-depth podcast episode? Yes, and I'm very excited about that. Now, we recorded this episode months ago. Rachel's book was written in January, and I think we we recorded it just like a week or two after that. So in the episode, you're going to hear me talking about the current Bachelor season, which has now wrapped itself up. And so you'll hear some stuff that's past tense, but I just have to say, And this is my controversial hot take. I 
loved last season. And here's why. It was horrible. It was the worst season for almost every second of the ride until the very last two or three episodes. And then it, wow, did it deliver some unreal high-key drama. I mean, I just, it was also just such a twist because it was just the worst season ever and he was the worst. It was so boring. You just knew it was going to be the worst and for it to end so epically. I just, you know, I loved it. I loved it. And I really love the new, the two new bachelorettes. I, I hate that they can never just name one bachelorette. Like they always have to do a twofer as if like two women count for like one dude. Like they never do two bachelors. So I don't like that, but I love them both. I think they're such finds. I think it is so crazy that Susie and him are together. And this is a preview of how much Bachelor we're going to be talking about. So let us begin this episode about Rachel and her book. And we're going to go back to a moment that really impacted the Bachelor universe and Bachelor culture. It's Rachel's conversation with Chris Harrison in 2020 that later led to Chris Harrison leaving the season and launching a new and beautiful career for Rachel and a new path for her. The picture was from 2018 at an old South antebellum party. So I think, you know, when you, when you, it's, it's when you not, hold that that's under not the a good lens. look. It's not a good look. Well, it's not a good, well, Rachel, is it a good look in 2018 or is it not a good look in 2021? It's because not a, a good look ever because she's celebrating well, the old South. She's cel- if I went to that party, what would I represent I, at that party? I don't, I don't disagree with you. Okay, we are going to dive into all of that and everything the book says about it. But first, let me introduce my amazing guest, my beloved friend. She's a director, actor, comedian, Meg Johns. Hi, Meg. Hello. I am so happy you're doing this. I know. This is very exciting. Thank you so much for having me. It's exciting to hear it and then to be like in it. You know, uh, so this is so thank fun. You, thank you so much for being a listener. And also, <laughs> so Megan and I have been in a text thread about The Bachelor for like eight years. Yes. So this is the perfect guest to come on. Um, okay, so I love The Bachelor. <laughs> and here's my, th- I don't want to love it. I truly wish I didn't. I don't know how it got inside my brain, but it did. And it's here now. And this is my theory on it. I've said this on other podcasts. Um, I firmly believe that The Bachelor is a cultural clock on America letting us know what time it is. And it is always so much further behind me and my world and my friends, which I think is important because it's reminding me where America actually is. So like 10 years ago, my friends and I were like, the word slut is good. You cannot shame us and like sexual liberation. And then three years ago, Caitlin Bristow's season, they tackled slut shaming. Um, I loved Katie. I didn't love Katie's season, but when Katie was on Matt James' season, they tackled like, um, like bullying and female friendship and bullying. And, and then, you know, three years ago, they were like, is race a problem? You know, maybe a hundred years after the rest of America discovered it. But I always love checking on The Bachelor because you see kind of like where the whole country is at and you don't get to live in your little bubble. Yes, I agree with that. Um, Okay, before we dive into Rachel's book. Yes. What other Bachelor books did you read in preparation for this episode? Okay, so let me say what inspired me was, (laughs) inspired being a loose term, 
I, uh, there's also, I love shouting all these things out. Other people that are just like so interested and obsessed with bachelor things. There's uh, this woman who does a site called Bachelor Nation Data. And she pulls together like all of these stats and trends and patterns. And it maybe sounds boring when you say it like that, but when you look at everything and she she puts the on Instagram and, and has a website, it's fascinating because she tracks like the first impression roses and who oh, gets amazing. the one-on-one and how far they've gotten and like um, who gets the most screen time and then how that affects their social media. It's, it's compelling and interesting and crazy. Um, but she put up a, a post about all of the books that have been written by people <gasps> in the franchise. Oh, okay. I will repost that to my Instagram at it's Chelsea DeWantas. truly wild. Uh, 39 books are on that. And that's all the way back from, I think the earliest one, I think it's 2008, but obviously the post will tell you, to uh, still, there's still some coming out. Like I think Matt oh, James yeah. has one coming out next year. Of all the books written, Meg, I think I've read like 14 of them. I've read a lot. <laughs> um, and they're, I, they're not great. They're not no, great. They're not. And I salute you because it's fast. It's crazy. I, that's yeah. what my first instinct was. I want to read all of these because what in the world makes these people think that just being on this show means that they have something to say in book form after <laughs> Yeah. Like, yeah. And well, and I, it's like, it's nice because Rachel Lindsay definitely had something to say. In book form. Like that was definitely worth it. Um, another book that I will, oh, yeah. I'll, I'll loosely recommend it is Andy, um, Andy, the bachelorette, uh, she wrote the book. It's not okay. You yeah. know, after she shouted at one, it's not okay. And after her breakup and it's, it's just a good breakup book because it's not you know, there's barely any words. It's like an easy, nice, <laughs> but it's like, that's what you need. You know what yeah. I mean? Like when you're in the dumps and like you want to read about someone else, like having their heart broken and how they, you know, got back into those leggings and started working out, which was an arc in the book, you know, it, it was a nice read. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I think she has one of the better ones. Uh, I, and same thing with Courtney Robertson. Like her yeah, book she's was, a good one. was really... Uh, at the time also, I think compelling because she was absolutely the villain on her season. Um, And so she wanted to kind of give you the, do you know the real me, et cetera, et cetera. And also also she was a Hollywood actress and had actual Hollywood tea to spill. Yes. That was one of my favorite parts that she was like, oh, by the way, Adrian Grunier and I uh, were hooking up and I was like, what? Yeah, also so she's funny. like, he's five, six. Um, but I loved it. I fucked him all over town. <laughs> so now let's dive into Rachel's book. So first off, overall thoughts on this book. Was it what you were expecting? Not really, um, but I liked it. I, you know what? I guess I kind of thought of it, it was going to be like a tell-all, more along the lines of like Courtney Robertson or Andy Dorfman, something that would be sort of giving us like the juice behind the scenes. Um, And I really like Rachel. So I think maybe what should include me in is that the the subtitle of the book is Hot Takes, Helpful Tidbits, and a few hard truths. It did feel like a lot of tidbits, you know? Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. It's funny because they often put these like cute little things on books. And yeah, I also breezed past it. I was like, oh, that's their cute little tagline. But I will say it is the most accurate description of the book. Hot takes. There's a lot of that. Helpful tidbits. Yes. And a few 
hard truth. It's all it's like the most accurate little subheading of any memoir I've ever seen. Um because yeah, it, it, it's she's killer at hot takes. Like the career she has now as an entertainment journalist is like absolutely the career she was meant for because she's so good at those takes. She references her podcast a lot where they talk about like things in the news and things happening. Yep. Um but it also yeah, it like I don't know what I was expecting, but like it wasn't what I was expecting. But I, I, I loved seeing messy Rachel because she talks a lot about on the show how, as a black woman, she she even says later in the book that she she knew how to perform respectability so much it was a superpower. And as a black woman, she knew she couldn't let the first black bachelorette. uh, be anything less than perfect. Otherwise, like it would close the door on future black women being on the show or it would put a cultural stereotype out into the world that already exists in shitty Hollywood TV and film. So she really, but that being said, The Bachelor is for trash. Like The Bachelor <laughs> is not known <laughs> for great, wonderful, good people who make good decisions and think things through. Like that's not what the show's about. So she came to the show with all those things, which like isn't for the Bachelor world. And I loved seeing her messy side, which is actually in this book, because everyone has a messy side. And she uh, she's someone who you're like, how did you end up on The Bachelor? Yeah. Like, this just doesn't make sense. And then you have to realize, like, at the end of the day, if you did end up on The Bachelor, you do have The Bachelor inside you. Do you know what I mean? Like you're, you can never not be of it if you're on it. It's impossible. And it was nice to see the side of her that like is very relatable, like the side that like makes a lot of mistakes, you know? Yeah. I also liked that my favorite was when she first called herself a cocky bitch. She (laughs) calls herself that, uh, unfortunately not until like pretty well into the book. But as soon as she did, I was like, I love this. You know, I want to see more of this, Rachel. Like this is more interesting to me because she is a very like put together person. And, you know, like you can tell that as she says in the book that she really had a whole, her whole idea of what she wanted her whole life. You know, she made lists of like her ideal man and and she, she seemed very measured. So I liked when she called herself a cocky bitch or when she goes into all of the relationship mistakes that, you know, she made that led her to that point. Um, but but my favorite was when she kind of dug into that, like, uh, like you said, her hot takes, things that were like <laughs> just cutting straight to some, to the quick of something as opposed yeah. to kind of um, telling us uh, about all of the, the niceties and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I, I mean, I too, I love Rachel. I love her season. I love what she did to the franchise. Like, I just adore her. So I think the other really big takeaway I had for this book is that... I love Rachel so much that I don't think I was aware of how much hate she received. And I know she received, like, I'm aware she received hate from Bachelor Nation, but in my head, it was sort of like all the other hate that everyone receives in that, you know, because it's not a great fan, like the core fan group, not right. a great group of people. I don't know if you ever visited the comments of Bachelor Nation, but like, so they're hurting. It's the, they're a messed up people. Yes. And so I... I just didn't realize how bad it was for her because one thing that I actually have really been thinking a lot about with this book is that she writes a lot of it for the haters or yeah. mentioning, I know you, I know you're giving this a hate skim and here's what I want you to take away and all these things. And 
I've really been thinking about it a lot because it made me so sad for our society. And it's like so unfair to her that like she couldn't just write the book and tell us her thoughts and feelings, which like I obviously want because she's been so hurt by everybody. But it really made me think about like, like, what do you do when you are hurt that badly? And like, it just becomes a part of your story. And like, do you carry that with you and speak like that going forward? Or like, is there a way to remove that from your story? I'm not even talking about her anymore. I'm talking about me now. Like when people (laughs) are awful to you, you know, then it becomes a part of your story and they don't deserve to be a part of your story and they don't deserve to shift your perspective. And you shouldn't have to be speaking defensively. You should just get to tell your story. And I just don't feel like she got to because she's been through hell. And it made me sad. I agree with you. It made me really fucking mad. Like people were horrible to this woman beyond the way they treated other bachelorettes. And it's absolutely because of race. And like, it it kind of broke my heart. Yes. Although I, I will say, I think she absolutely like comes out on top. You know, if somebody oh, yeah. who was a oh, hater- Oh, she's the winner by far, yeah. Would, were to read this, I mean, she slices it every time. You know, like she really- oh, yeah no matter what. So I shouldn't say, I don't think like, I hope that she can make peace with something and like put all those people aside. I like that she says she's left Bachelor Nation, which also yes. calling it Bachelor Nation always makes me uncomfortable anyway. <laughs> like why well, is this a whole st- nation? She uh, starts calling it the Bachelor Clan, but she yes. spells clan with a K. Oh yes. The Bachelor Clan. Like she is, she is, okay, Let's dive into a little bit of the story. So one of the best stories in the book is she talks about this relationship she had with this guy, Ed. Ed is an NFL football player, and then he becomes a coach. And they're on and off for five years, but mostly on. And she talks about him like not being there for her, not spending time together or, and always putting it on, like, are you ready to be a coach's wife? But like, they are together and it's happening. And then he's like an hour and a half away, like doing a coaching job. And one day she gets a call like in the middle of the night and it's a woman's voice. And she's like, you need to get Ed out of jail. Yeah. And she's like, who is this? And the girl hangs up. And when it all comes out, Ed had gotten a DUI. Rachel like didn't even know if he was okay when the woman called and like basically has to get him out of jail for this DUI and contact all his friends and family and finds out that this woman is an assistant to the head coach and her name's Cynthia. And Cynthia is just kind of always around. And she's always wondering if he's cheating with Cynthia, but she's not sure. And the craziest thing is that she has this relationship with Ed and it's on and off. And then finally, she every year for Valentine's Day, he gets her limited edition Disney <laughs> DVD. And like, that's the thing he does for her. And then one year, the year comes around, she's like, it's Snow White's year. I am getting that limited edition Snow White DVD. And he forgot and didn't get to her. And that's where she's like, okay, this relationship is over. Yeah. On her lunch break, goes in auditions for The Bachelor. That was just a little teaser of our patron-only episode, on, and it gets even spicier from there. If you would like to hear the rest of the episode, go to patreon.com slash It is also linked in the show notes, and sign up to become a patron. For $5 a month, you get access to the bonus episodes once a month and first dibs on live show tickets. And if you don't want to become a patron, that's fine. We will keep dropping our normal episodes, but bonus episodes are only for what we're calling our cookie patrons because this podcast is 
totally independent now. We are funded and supported fully by the Patreon. So sign up to get a bonus episode and also sign up to support the show. And it's patreon.com slash Chelsea Devontas.